0: Hey there! You're listening to Mad Chat with Black Girl White Teeth. I'm your host, Justine, and today is a blog post episode. These episodes are dedicated to those who <laughs> or those of you who don't have time to. If you'd like to refer to this blog post, the link will be in the description. Or. Can go directly to blackgirlwhitegi.com and the episode title will correspond with the title of the blog. So here it goes. This episode is entitled Finding Your Ideal Partner in Jiu Jitsu. Picking a training partner during your BJJ class can be hard. Use this guide to help you find your one on the jiu-jitsu mat. You've gotten to class, did all the warm-ups, unless you're a purple belt and up, you most likely came after the warmup. Your coach tells you what you're going to be learning, shows you how to do it, and then boom. It's that dreaded time to choose a partner for the class. In this time, there are two types of people. The ones who already know who their partner is going to be, and the ones who are sitting around waiting to be chosen. I don't know about you, but I'm always super shy about asking someone to be my partner, or I would just wait around to ask someone to choose me. Um, I could totally see my Shanghai friends laughing at me for this part in disbelief, just because I'm like a very outgoing person. Now, I'm a bit more calculated in who I choose to be my partner. But in any event, let's go back and meet baby Blue Belt Jess. She was always eager to come in, learn, and train. Always friendly and said hi to all her teammates and her coaches. Depending on the workday, she was generally on time doing the warm ups. Purple Belt Jess right now is not great at being on time. Not for my own fault, just because I work and, you know, my work ends when class starts at my gym, but in any event, and of course it's not on purpose, and on the mats to see what she was going to learn for the day. After the coach slash professor showed the technique and everyone was clear to do on what to do, baby blue belt Jess would shyly look around to see maybe, does this person want to be my partner or that person? <sighs> to her dismay most people had selected partners they wanted to work with for the class baby Bluebell jess was always happy to train with anyone but sometimes she would maybe want to work with an upper belt to ask questions or maybe a buddy to have fun during the training time sometimes she didn't feel like getting paired up with the one um, person who was left over no shade, but sometimes you want to work with who you want to work with. Big shrug. <laughs> so after learning about her process in choosing a partner, and with a little tiny bit of intimidation, Big Blue Belt Jess and current Purple Belt Jess has a new way that she goes about choosing a partner that she would like to share with you and you jiu-jitsu class goers who always end up waiting around to be picked instead of choosing a partner. How to choose a partner in class. Sometimes choosing the right partner for a class depends on what exactly you're looking for during that day. Are you learning something that is more advanced for you and want to train with someone who knows what the F they're actually doing? Are you only comfortable training with women? Is the technique of the class part of your ideal partner's game so you can learn something? These are all things you should consider when choosing your partner for the class. In addition you should consider the following size. If you're 5'1 or about 155 centimeters and 140 pounds or about 63 kilos, maybe your ideal partner isn't someone that is 6'2 or 190 centimeters and 250 pounds or 113 kg. It's probably not going to be a good match for training to learn technique. This is not to say there is nothing to learn from someone that is training with someone who is bigger or smaller than you. I'm a big advocate of training with all people and all body types to see how your jujitsu adjusts to them. And just like as a small outside note, like really guys, like really try to train with everyone because like if you're, for example, if you're a girl and you train with only girls, you know that your jujitsu might work with women, but how do you know if, you know, God forbid you get into a situation where you need to use your jujitsu if it would work on someone bigger than you? So yeah, just like a small, a small outside of the, of the blog post. <laughs> um, yeah. So choosing someone who's closer to your size might be better for you to learn the technique. Skill level. On the mats, there are usually many different types of belts, fitness levels, and learning abilities. When choosing your partner, depending on how you learn, what you can do, and how long you've been training or the types of training you did or do outside of the mats, you got to decide how your partner is going to help you. Or really, I should say how you and your partner can help each other. If you're a white belt and you want to have some extra help, Asking someone more advanced than you to be your training partner for the class might be a good way for you to get the help you're looking for. I don't know if you've seen that look that two beginners give each other when they have no idea how to do the move that the coach showed in class and they're looking around confused as ever and then they look at me like I have an idea of what to do and sometimes I'm even lost myself. Um... I do sometimes know, I mean, not sometimes, I do know what I'm doing after, you know, practice. Um, But it never fails that in the times that I don't get it, it's when those beginners look at me for help. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm struggling too, like, what the heck? (laughs) If you're not really a beginner and you know someone does a technique quite well, partnering up with that person might be good for someone who wants to learn something from a different perspective. There might be other things to consider when thinking about who to work with during class. And maybe it's a lot of thinking to do when you want to have a successful class. But now that I've lined up what you should consider when you're choosing a partner, here's how to get the one, the training partner of all training partners. Here are a few methods I've considered when I don't want to look around like an idiot when everyone else has a partner. Also, just a small side note. You will get rejected, a.k.a. they want to work with someone else, etc. It happens. It's not you, it's them. You'll find someone better. Um, there's someone just right for you. And, you know, just more reassuring words of don't feel bad. You'll find your one training partner and so on and so forth. Um, but also in all seriousness, like don't feel butthurt about it. They have the right to say no to you just as if you don't want to work with someone, you could, you have a right to say no to them. Also another, another small note, um, to my training partners that listen to, to me, if I joke with you about not wanting to, to, um, train with me, just because like, for example, um, there's one white belt that I always, I like working with him because he has a good body type and he's just beginner enough where I have to really try. Um, I could do some work, my, my technique, but he's, you know, strong enough where I actually have to work for those techniques. And I'll be like, Hey, you want to partner with me? He's like, Oh no, I already got this person. I'm like, and I always joke with him. I'm like, Oh wow. So you're avoiding me. That's messed up. Like, how can you do that? But in all seriousness, I'm joking guys. If you didn't know already. All right. So here's how you can get your partner, the ideal partner that you want. Asking before the class starts. If there is someone, you know, you want to work with for the class, There is no harm in asking them before the class starts. At least you're on their mind from the beginning, and you don't have to look around like an idiot while everyone else finds their partners. If you want to humble yourself a little bit, you can say something like, I really would like to train with you because I feel that I can learn a lot from you. This method is more calculated, and you are putting yourself out there more to get the partner that you want. Um, The second way is to um, stand close or stand next to or close by the person you want to train with. So if you're like me and you're always running late to class, generally, sometimes I'm on time (laughs) um, from work, and you make it just in time to see the technique um, for the day or for the class day, you can spot your desired partner and stand next to them while the coach is talking. When they're done demonstrating and you're about to break off, You can tap your partner or your ideal partner on the shoulder and be like, Hey, let's partner up. The only issue with this method is that if your desired partner makes eye contact with someone else before you tap them or, you know, you know, call them out that all that sounds aggressive, (laughs) basically before you ask them or like poke them to work with you, um, then you have to deal with the rejection of not being that person's first choice. Sorry. Sorry. Um, the third way is asking the coach or the professor to, um, if he or she can help you choose a partner. This way is more applicable if you need your coach to quote unquote set you up or if you're new to a gym or to jujitsu in general. Pulling the coach aside or going up to the coach and telling them that you have trouble choosing a partner or that you want a good training partner based on your level or body type is a good way for him or her to assess your level and for you to not have a deciding hand into who your training partner is. Sometimes it's nice just to have your coach create the comfortable environment for you instead of you getting stressed about who your partner is going to be or feeling like no one wants to partner with you because you or when you get picked the last. What happens during non-class times, aka open mat? We all know that sometimes training doesn't only happen during class time. Open mats and other free times are a great opportunity to get together with your partner and work on things you've been having issues with or practicing a new move to fit into your game. I'm sure asking a person to take some of their precious time is daunting And if you're anything like me, you kind of think to yourself, oh, I don't want to bother them, or why would they want to train with me outside of class? The one thing I've realized is that despite what you think about yourself, or if you think you're bothering someone, you're not. Generally, everyone wants to help each other at your gym, and you'll only know if you ask. In the case that you don't want to be bothered, Or they don't want to be bothered with you one i think you'll be able to tell them aka um them saying no or their demeanor like that's how you'll be able to tell i'm a big believer in reading people's energies and two there are still more teammates and coaches to ask for help in terms of choosing an open mat buddy i overheard this advice from an upper belt if you're at a higher level choose someone who is a bit below your level so that you can practice all the moves that you want to practice with realistic um, resistance, aka the guy I talked about earlier in the episode, in my case. And in this way, you'll get to practice everything you want to practice and you help someone get better along the way as well. I think that if you're a white belt or you have no idea what you want to work on, you can just go to open mat, roll around a bit, See where you get caught and ask whoever you roll with what they felt when they were rolling with you. In all the situations mentioned, always make sure to thank your training partner for a good training session. Everyone is there to learn from everyone else, no matter what level you're at. It is up to you to just ask the right questions and train with the right people. So my question of the day is, what is your process in finding an ideal training partner? And you know, for those of you non-Jujitsu people that happen to stumble upon this, um, <laughs> um, how do you go about it in a non-Jujitsu sense? Let's talk about it on Instagram, which or my Instagram, which is at at Black Girl, White Gi, underscore BJJ. And as always, thank you for listening to the episode, guys, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this blog post episode of Matt Chats with Black Girl White Remember, this post is available on blackgirlwhitegeek.com in written form so you can get any links or anything you might have missed while listening. If you haven't done so, please subscribe and rate this podcast. It's much appreciated. Again, I'm your host, Jess and I hope to see you next time. Bye.